welcome to the Tumbleweed Podcast, where we discuss an eclectic range of topics, including business, design, Texas culture, and everything in between. We're two teachers that turned a side hustle into a nationally known apparel brand, and now we work with some of the biggest names in Texas. We strive to never stop exploring and continue to draw inspiration from our adventures. So drift and explore or raise a glass. We're always ready to hang out and talk about the things that we love. So come roll with us as we drift and explore. Hey, hey, welcome to the Tumbleweed Podcast. I'm Brian Wysong. And I'm Jeb Madelich. We are the co-owners of Tumbleweed Textiles, and we are coming to you today just to do a little talking about just whatever, you know, whatever we think of. No, no specific agenda today, uh, but just kind of talking about where we're at in life and maybe some current events that we've been going through, and who knows what else. I don't know. Right. Well, I think the biggest current event that we're going through right now is that I'm on summer break. Man, how, how was that? Last day of school. It was great. Uh, we wrapped it up. We had a half day on Friday, so uh, had a little half day Friday, and then Brandon and I loaded up the van. Or I guess he had it, or he had it loaded up, but loaded up the van, and we headed down to College Station for Troubadour Fest. Gig them. Uh, yeah, uh. I don't know about that. <laughs> but anyway, well, yeah, we did. Well, tell like so. Last day of school. I think everyone can probably remember when they're in school that that anticipation, that bell ringing, running out. Uh, of school, do you still get that that excitement of the last day of school? It's, I guess, I will say that this is my twenty seventh last day of school as a Dang. teacher. Um, so it's not as exciting as I think it, as it used to be. Okay, because um, we did a half day, and then I don't know if you remember when you were teaching, they like to do like a fire drill <laughs> on the last day, and they like to say basically the the alarm goes off and like ten minutes before the bell rings, and then we have to evacuate everyone out of the building. And they're like, all right, just go home. <laughs> so they just send everyone home after that. I, I it's a little know. anticlimactic. Okay. But like when I first started teaching, like in, in Garland, the last day of school was a quite a quite a big event yeah. um, in the middle school level down there. I mean, there was shaving cream wars. People were just throwing <laughs> like binders of paper everywhere as they yeah. were leaving. The, I mean, it was a mess of basically what it was. So I, it was terrible. I think it was the first year I was there. I just remember uh, – all the kids were out. They put on some music on the loudspeakers, and right. they, they started pushing a, a teacher down the hallway on one of those like computer desk chairs. Oh, nice! She totally ate it, you know. But I just <laughs> remember that sort of like how excited all the teachers were. It was summer. Oh yeah, and, oh, yeah. I'm not saying that we weren't excited, but yeah. it's just kind of it's not like the big celebration that it used to be or yeah. it seemed to be. Like I guess when we grew up, uh, you know, kids like speeding out of the parking lot and stuff. Because yeah. back then, when I when I you know was in school, like you had a, you had like a final exam and like. Till the very end, and right. you took your final, and then it was like, yeah, I'm done, and then yep. you're rolling out of there. But now I, it's just kind of— I don't know why. I think it's Dazed and Confused. I have playing in my head. School's out. Oh, yeah. I think they used summer. to play that. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> we don't, we don't, it's not quite that—I don't know. At least it wasn't this year. So last few years, uh, last day of school, as a teacher, it's been exciting because you get to leave school. But as Tumbleweed Textiles, we always have an event, typically that weekend. Right. You just mentioned College Station— what went down there? Yeah, it was fun. Um, so Brandon and I, Brandon, our events manager, um, we loaded up the van and headed down to College Station uh, Friday afternoon. And Brandon's an Aggie, so he was super pumped about going back to Aggie yeah. Land. Uh, he was ready to kind of show me all his old stomping grounds and things like that. So yeah. we got yeah. down there, and uh, it was really actually a cool setup. So it's Troubadour Fest, and I know you may have heard of us talk about that before, but they do one in Salina. Uh, last year they did one in Tyler, and they also did one in Georgetown. 
uh, this year. I think they're just going to do one in Salina and then this College Station. Yeah. One. They were going to kind of see how it went. And from what I could gather, it was pretty much a success. But it's a really cool setup. They have a place called Aggie Park, and it's literally in the shadows of Kyle Field. So, like, our setup was, like, right across the street from Kyle Field. So it was giving us shade, you know, half the day, which is really cool because that That's thing's cool. enormous. But, yeah, we set up Friday night, and um, Brandon took me out to Wings and More because that's, <laughs> I guess, where he used to work. And the guy we were staying with, he's, uh, he's a manager out there. So we did Wings and More, and then, of course, we had to hit the chicken. Yeah. And after that, so we went to the chicken, went to the dry bean saloon. Nice. Had a good night. And then uh, it was fun, though, because, I mean, we were out there. You know, there's a lot of the barbecue guys were in the chicken and stuff hanging out that night. And so we were we were able to see a lot of people and hang out. Um, so, the, uh, okay, hor- horrible question. I'm a Red Raider, not an Aggie, so I have no clue. Well, I'm a Red Raider, too. You know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I've driven through College Station, never actually stopped and been in College Station. What is the – I love Chimmy's because I'm a Red Raider. What's so special about the chicken? Like, there's a Chimmy's in College Station too. I, I do I, know that. I saw it. Um, the chicken is, I don't know. It's a cool place, and I know that if I had gone to A and M, that's basically where I probably would have spent majority of my time outside of school. Um, it's basically like an old honky tonk in a way. It's like that's the cool. old wooden floor, the old wooden tables. Uh, they got the old beer signs, the neons. I mean, it's just uh, you know they got the the playlist rolling with the old style country. It's just like a cool like it's. It, I mean, it just. I mean, it epitomizes like Texas, okay. like the stuff that I love and the stuff that we love. I mean, it's just like this, and it's not very big either. They got pool t- tables in the back. They got a couple bars. It's real laid back. It's just you know, Is there it, weren't anyone playing dominoes, but I know it's a big deal there. Yeah. Maybe like when it's like in the afternoon and stuff. But a lot of uh, I know it's now summer, but college students, alumni, like just kind of a mix of everything. Uh, there weren't as many college students, I wouldn't say, yeah. that were there. I'm sure there were some there, you know, getting ready to start summer school or something, but. It's mostly like young adults and That's people cool. in the barbecue business and just yeah locals, I would yeah. guess. So Saturday, wake up. So yeah, so we had to regroup Saturday morning and headed out to uh, our location there and we got all set up. But if you don't know, like Troubadour Fest is really cool because it's like a combination of like the Texas barbecue scene and then also the Texas like music scene. Right. So like they kind of come together and it's really neat because of the way they had it laid out. The barbecue was all kind of on one side here and then the stage we had actually the tumbleweed stage at the end of the barbecue area which That's was awesome. really cool uh, and then just really nearby just kind of catty corner to it was the the main stage and there's a big old lawn with trees you know surrounded by trees and stuff and so we were set up you know under the trees and the barbecue was you could smell it that morning when we got up there it was it was so great and so we were able to get set up in probably in about an hour and 45 minutes or so got everything set up and then we were able to kind of get over to the barbecue joints and school and the cool thing about these places is that they they do a lot of um unique dishes that they maybe don't do yeah. at their regular restaurant. They maybe take one of their little specialties and then they kind of put a little twist on it. Yeah. And so they all have got small bites and it's just basically all you can eat if you have the barbecue music ticket. So I saw Reed Guest from Guest Barbecue mm-hmm. uh, in Waco. I saw one uh, that he posted. It was his, his guacamole with apple, a green apple, like in it, you know, like it just right. things that are just totally different than the tip, stereotypical Texas barbecue. Uh, had that on top of, I think, a piece of brisket. What are some of the coolest things that y'all tasted that might have been out of the box? Oh, wow. Um, out of the box. I lo- I really like, there's a place called Vaqueros. Oh, yeah. Barbecue. And they were just doing these, these like, pork tacos. I mean, they were just, like, little street tacos. They were just so good. Yeah. And then, of course, then there was a guy. I met him, actually, later in the day. The, he's named the Sausage Sensei. <laughs> yeah, I saw and a picture of him. And he was doing... Um, 
did like a carne asada sausage and he did like a peach cobbler sausage. I mm-hmm. mean, it was just like, he's supposed to be like the best at sausage making in the whole yeah. state. That's like his, what he specializes in. That was delicious. Um, oh my gosh, uh, Fijis barbecue. Mm-hmm. He was doing like full on like, I don't know what they were, like beef ribs, but like the bone was like a foot long and like yeah. the meat, I mean, it was just incredible. Yeah. So it was, yeah, everything was great. I mean, the, every, you know, the I food think, I had was awesome. Uh, at, and Tyler, Sunbird, uh, with mm-hmm. Brian, I think yeah. they kind of won. I mean, if there was an award, he, he was definitely the one that he was doing these uh, puff tacos. Oh, nice! That were just incredible. Right. Um, so it's you know you walk away from these events, you just you taste things that you might have never tasted before. I saw you had it was like a was it grits? I don't know. It was like a bowl of something. Um, I saw a picture on your on your Instagram. It might have been it might have been that taco was just open faced. It looked oh, like a bowl okay. of something because okay. it was it was actually just it was open faced taco. You had to fold it up yourself. Okay. But yeah, there was like green sauce and stuff you could put on there. Was, yeah. Well, I know the great music, Uncle Lucius. You know, um, I can't remember who was headlining it, but um, Midland f- headlined it. Midland, Uncle yeah. Lucius, um, Shane Smith and the Saints, Charlie Robinson, Charlie Robinson, which is one of my favorites from yeah. back in the day, and then uh, Treaty Oak Revival. So tell us about. I, I've heard they're the new thing. I'm the, telling you, um, if you're looking for a new band to follow in the Texas scene, Treaty Oak Revival might be somebody you might want to hone in on they opened up the show and they were they had they had a lot of good energy they were fun to listen to the crowd was really into it i think they built up a pretty good um following there in college station because all the college kids were there like singing along they knew every word and so i was kind of like just getting introduced to these guys and they cool i heard a lot of people say they might be the next big kind of bigger act yeah well i saw matt matt pivot me church he posted this might arguably might have been the best festival he'd ever been to like that specific one in college station Sound like uh, Chase, Mark, all the guys did a, did a really good job. It was good, and I think a lot of it has to do with just the the venue itself, just the compactness of the, the you know, you, it was everybody. It was a little bit tighter, and yeah. then, but there were trees and there were pathways and cement and like it was just laid out nicely. And then, like I said, about five o'clock, like Kyle Field was just casting a shadow, and That's so cool. like if it was, it wasn't hot. It was like only in the eighties, but. That even gave us a little bit more, you know, shade, and it was nice. It was it was a great day, and we had fun. We met so many, you know, fans that they were like excited, like especially like from the Houston area that don't ever get up to our store or or been able to see us in person at events. Yeah. They were super excited. To, well, Brandon said y'all killed it with the uh, our like our snap shirts. We've mm-hmm. never taken those to events. Right. We always do our t-shirts, maybe hats, maybe right. scarves or our um, bandanas. But I mean, that's a high-priced item. What, what what was the feedback about our snap shirts? Well, I think one thing, of course, all our snap shirts that we have left are all the Texas-themed ones. So it's like the Texas silhouette or the Texas flag. Mm-hmm. And when you throw something like that in, like a festival that's all about Texas type of stuff, and we were basically the only ones selling that type of item. There that's were other cool. people selling T-shirts and other people selling hats, but if you want a snap shirt or yeah. like a collared shirt, we were the ones that, that had that. That's and so cool. I think that kind of set us apart and was able, you know, it was a great deal, and yeah, Brandon, I give kudos to him for bringing those, and because uh, we we had a whole bunch to start with, and we right. came home with a whole lot of little. That's why he gets paid the big bucks. Yeah, so it was uh, it was fun. So while y'all were down there eating your hearts out, uh, Katie and I were down at Murphy, a beer fest, which I hadn't been there for a few years, few years because you and Brandon have handled that. Right. Um, but it historically has been my favorite event because you get to try all these new beers, check out new breweries. Wasn't quite the same as in the past, cause, or maybe I drank too much because I've had all the breweries. Uh, but there was just one out of Duncanville 
uh, Ghost Something Brewery, mm-hmm. um, big bright yellow tent. Um, yeah. But that that was the new one. Great hazies, IPAs, and oh nice. Um, but we had a good time. Same thing. I mean, we we had a lot of success. It was kind of cool to see that beer community from the area, uh, from Tups and Turning Point, and um, try to pick up some opportunities to create some custom shirts for them. And yeah. Um, so it was, it was a really good weekend uh, representing our brand and hustling tees. I think when you think about like the beer community and then also like the barbecue community, there's there's a lot of like I guess common elements to both of yeah. those. I mean, there's a, it's kind of like a little family. They all everyone knows everybody. Um, there is an element of competition in a way, yeah. but I mean, but if you're spread out throughout Texas, you know, the people in Lubbock aren't competing with the people in Houston. It's like everyone's trying to do their own thing in their area. And then even if you are close by, yeah, I mean, you kind of have your own following and your fans and, you know, it's just competition as it is. But most people are really friendly and really helpful and they want to, you know, see each other, you know, support each other and see each other win. Yeah. Well, I think a good example of that is uh, last week, Joe Zavala. Uh, he's been on one of our podcasts, one of our one of our amigos, uh, Zavala Barbecue in Grand Prairie. He drove up here to meet with me, but he wanted to meet over at Ernest B's Barbecue because he wanted to show support. And then they, Ernest couldn't be there. So he, he called in, called uh, his wife to talk to him. And he's down there this week checking out, you know, Zavala Barbecue. Oh, really? So it's a whole different world, excuse me, because they're, they support each other and there's friendly competition, but they all understand you rise with the tide, Mm -hmm. which kind of goes to, you know, Joe just... You know, big shout out to Joe uh, launching the uh, BBQ Distro, right? Um, and it's like a speakeasy barbecue in the back of uh, Moss Coffee down there. And kind of, kind of share what all does he have in his speakeasy? Yeah, it's a really cool concept. I think he's it's kind of groundbreaking for like Texas stuff. I mean, Joe, you know, we all love Joe. He's just a fun loving guy. Everyone loves Joe, yeah. and so he's able to use that energy and reach out to all his friends throughout yeah. Texas, a lot of the top fifty joints, and say, hey. I want to have like one place kind of in the back of our coffee shop yeah. and have one place where someone can just in the Dallas Fort Worth area can come and like get a rub or a sauce from like somewhere from Lubbock or from yeah. Austin or Lockhart or Houston. He's gathering. It's kind of like a one-stop shop. He's, he's done all the work as far as getting all the, the different brands there. Yeah. And then it's just, it's, I mean, it's like the Mecca of yeah. barbecue sauces and rubs and all things barbecue in Texas. And he's, it's a great idea, and he's, you know, like I said, able to convince his friends to, to you know, wholesale his stuff to him. And yeah, well, he has that monthly subscription. It's, it's like, man, a membership box. Mm-hmm. And I first saw the price. I'm like, man, that's expensive. But when you stop and think about, you're, not only are you getting this membership box of maybe a top fifty barbecue sauce, rub, maybe a shirt, maybe some stickers, but you're also going to get education access to videos and different things that you wouldn't get and it's coming from him you know matt Pittman from meat church is a part of it nomad grills uh lone star beer so it's not only just a community of the barbecue joints but it's also a community of them wanting to share their expertise to allow you to use it in your backyard uh and you know bring that flavor to your house you know it's to me a pretty incredible concept yeah it's a neat deal i mean you think about the backyard barbecue guy you know if they cook out a couple times a month you know and they you yeah. go through half a or more than half of like a deal of rub i mean that's ten dollars right there yeah buy a bottle of sauce that's ten dollars you know it adds up but then if you just had a box just delivered to your door yeah. doorstep the first of every month and you've got a new sauce a new rub that you can try out and 
maybe some gear, some little, you know, things like that, yeah. and then access to these classes and stuff. I think. You, it's I mean, you, you can't even go to a barbecue, barbecue joint right now and spend under thirty bucks. Oh, I gosh. mean, yeah. So, so when you really look at that monthly subscription, it's really not that bad of a deal, right? Um, and there's so much value to it. Uh, so shout out to Joe for that. Um, hopefully, we get to design some cool stuff with him and with those guys. Yeah, but no um, doubt. But yeah, I mean, so definitely a good weekend of, of barbecue and beer for the tumbleweed crew. So, I mean, summer's out or summer's here, um, but there's some other exciting stuff. I mean, there's some big news for you. I mean, you just got a new membership, right? Oh, a huge news for me. It's, it's not. It's not a subscription it's to not a subscription box to, to Joe's distro or the barbecue distro. That would be kind of cool. You're, you're going to go become the pickleball king. I don't know if I'm going to become the pickleball king or not. But yes, I did. <laughs> I did join the local. Um, it's called the Grove in Frisco. You have to be 50 years old yeah. to get in. So I qualified just barely. So I joined that first thing Monday morning. Joined the Grove. It's fifty dollars a year Whoa. to be a uh, to be a member. Yeah. And so if you're a resident of Frisco, it's fifty dollars a year. But it's a really neat place. It's kind of like a. They've got a gym. You yeah. know, where you, they've got like ellipticals. They got all the weights. They got all the treadmills and that kind of stuff. They have pickleball, which is what I was kind of excited for. So play a little pickleball, work out in the gym. Like I said, you can't beat fifty dollars a year. So yeah. it's kind of like my little. Uh, my little treat to myself uh, to get me get me up and going in the morning and go do something. Cool. But yeah, so I'm a member of meet the, meet some new friends out there this morning. I did. I made some new friends playing pickleball. So uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. They're a friendly crew, so yeah. they're all fun. I, I like it because everybody's pretty laid back and like, oh, great, great job, and real supportive and, and fun. You're, you're and stuff. bringing in the young. You know, it's like it feels good being the young young person in the yeah, room. Yeah, but right? I will tell you what, those people that have been playing a while, it doesn't matter how old they are. They some of those people can play pickleball yeah. at, at any age. Now, one thing that was a little bit tricky today was. It's my first time to play outside. Oh, I'm used to playing inside okay. in a gym. And so, like, the wind was kind of kicking up. And so, you know, we just play with, like, a little wiffle ball. And so that can really affect right. what you do with the ball. Yeah. You know, you have to think about it. So it's a little bit tricky in the wind, but hopefully we'll get it down. But, yeah, well, that was some exciting news. That's You know. Well, tomorrow, um, you know, you and I are going to be rolling down to the new PGA Frisco. Yeah. The KitchenAid Classic, I believe, uh, Senior Championship. And, Another pretty cool deal is uh, KitchenAid partnered with the you know PGA mm-hmm. as their sponsor, right. and they hosted a competition in the heart of the Rail District of Frisco, where different businesses got to get a KitchenAid mixer and design it, uh, paint on it, put stickers on right. it, whatever you want to do, and the winner would get tickets to go to the PGA uh, competition as well as their mixer would get to be displayed at the tournament this weekend. Right. And so each business had a, it's kind of like a popularity contest. Kind of felt like it was like being a senior in high school going for a prom king or queen. But, you, you know, you hustle your your uh, followers, your social media base, try to get uh, followers. And it's pretty exciting. What, what's the big, you, you designed it. What, like, what did it look like? Cactus and cacti. Uh. Well, first of all, we need to talk about we actually won. Whoa. So we did have the best uh, stand mixer. So we won the competition. So yes, we are going to get a we're going to get a free stand mixer. There you go for our team, which we'll figure out how to distribute that. And then we're also going to get a couple tickets to the senior PGA championship, yeah. which is cool. But yes, what did I do? I decided since they were playing this here in Frisco and it's the first, you know, big major event that we're going to have at the new PGA courses. It's right. kind of like the big grand opening of the PGA. And I wanted to do something more Texas themed. Yeah. Of course, that falls in line with the art that I like to do in, in our store. 
So I basically spray painted a Texas flag. So I basically took all the hardware and stuff off of it and taped it all up and did one half red, one half white, the back end, you know, the blue, painted a big star on the back. So I kind of had a base of a, a Texas flag. And then I decided, well, what's kind of Texas-y, you know, in the, in the plant world? And I went to my go-to, the prickly pear. Yeah. So I did some prickly pear kind of crawling up the sides and underneath and that kind of deal. And then on the top, I did one of the, uh, I did like a golf green. And I did a uh, one of the flags that they have out there at the the new PGA right. course. So it's just kind of and tied in golf, Texas, some Texas uh, cactus, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I I, I did a lot of work too. Um, I went to Target and bought green paper. Yeah, to put you in bought the bowl. some of that fake grass to put in the bowl. <laughs> hey, we're a team, man. Yeah. Everybody's everybody held a held a big That's part right. of it. And then, you know, McKenna photographed it. So like everyone in this room, That's right, played a big role in that. That's right. Uh, winning so but, yeah we were pretty proud of that winning i think that's you know something we wanted to do and so i was kind of excited that but big you know, there's a lot of really good yeah. other ones too so it was, it was always fun to be yeah. the competition it, it was fun um I, I i think this one thing about at least you and i and most of the people on our team very competitive um so it was a lot of fun to do something a little different than try to hustle tees it right. kind of gave us a little mission to yeah. accomplish. I don't recommend painting on a stand mixer. It's not the easiest thing because yeah. it's got some weird curves to it and stuff. So you can't quite get your hand steady. Yeah. But it worked out in the end. But big weekend above that is just we're going to go out and you, you're going to get to go to two different golf events. But uh, we're going to be out there tomorrow getting to watch some golf. John Daly, hopefully he makes it out there and is able to play. And Yeah. Um, Ernie Els, yeah. DJ Singh, a lot of the old guys that I watched growing up as a kid will be playing on this or are playing on the senior yeah. tour. So it's kind of fun to have them just like literally, what, two miles from our house, right. like just right down the road. And I had a, I ain't gonna, I had to Google it because I was like, what makes it the senior championship? So I think it's yet to be, what, 50 or older. And Ooh, I could play in that too. You could. I mean, t- today's the day Dang. of this. Uh, pick of, up golf again. And uh, But then also, uh, I think you had to win, what, four PGA championship or four PA, PGA. So you have to win a, an amount of championships or uh, golf tournaments. Okay. Um, to be able to uh, okay. to go here, so I didn't know, had no clue. Very cool. So yeah, that's a that's a huge deal for Frisco. I mean, it's going to be a I mean, like we've been waiting on this day for years. Yeah, you know, the city has. So for it to, and I'm excited to be out there on the first day and kind of see. I know they had the pro am and stuff today, so it's already kind of getting kicked off. But Thursday yeah. will be a neat day for the city and and kind of seeing that vision kind of come to life with those real you know yeah. tour pros playing. Well, it's, it's so fun. I've been out there. I guess now five times, uh, but not necessarily the, the course, but there's a ice house mm-hmm. that's up at the top of the hill that overlooks and it's open to public right. when it's not, you know, in competition. Um, it, it pretty good barbecue, great beer on tap. Uh, and you can just sit up there over, you know, overlooking the whole PGA golf course. Yeah. So they've, they've done a great job putting that together and making it not only fun for those that are members and are part of the golf community, but even if you're just wanting to go free to the public and hang out, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and I think that's a cool thing. And, and any of you guys listening that, that live out of town, I think it's worth the the trip up here to check it out if you have any interest in golf or love golf. Yeah. Because like Brian was saying, there's a lot of little restaurants and stuff that's all open to the public. And like the, like you said, the Ice House, there's like a huge putting green. Right. I don't know how many acres it is, but like, you know, there's a huge putting green where you just you can bring your own putter. I think you can rent one for five bucks. Yeah. You just get out there, let the kids put around. You can you can hang out with the wife, sip on a drink, watch the sunset, and then they've also got what a, a lit like nine hole, yeah, like yeah. par three type of of course where you, all you need is basically a pitching wedge and a a putter to play that. And I think right. it's like I think if you're a resident of Frisco, it's like twenty or thirty bucks, mm-hmm. and 
So it's a neat little deal. So it's not just like this exclusive like club where you can't get in there and do stuff. There's yeah. a whole section that's open to the public that you can go out there and explore. And if you like golf, I mean, it's the place to be. Yeah. We're going to be there tomorrow. I'm excited. All right. So totally random, but I don't know. You sharing that story, I started thinking about the ACMs and – um, all the people that probably were up there staying at that hotel, Dolly, Garth, uh, Brooks, so on. But uh, pretty funny. So the two days up uh, before the ACMs hit the star in Frisco, uh, they had two free nights where you can go and listen to some live music. And um, I was able to go up there the first night. You went up there the second night. Right. And uh, you kind of told me a story about these two guys that dressed up with, with their gold, their chains. And there were three of them, actually. The three of them. Uh, Tell us a little bit about these uh, these models that were kind of trying to be uh, fake whoever. It was a cool, I mean, it was a cool experience. That's another great thing in Frisco that we had the ACMs here. Really neat experience. Now, the people that I, that were playing the, I guess it was on Wednesday night when I went, I didn't know any of them. Yeah. Like they're kind of more the mainstream Nashville kind of up-and-coming right. stars, which I'm not in tune with a lot of that. I know Randall King played Randall, he, Tuesday he was, night. Yeah, the he night awesome. you went, and he's a, he's a good old West Texas boy, Red Raider. Um, I couldn't make it out that night, but you got to see him. But yeah, it was kind of fun. It was just, it was a really laid back deal. You know, they had lawn chairs, they had little bars open, they had the music on the, the main stage, right. they had the big screen going and they had vendor booths and just a lot of like games and activities yeah. and stuff. But it, well, yeah, it was kind of funny because there were three guys dressed like Parker McCollum, basically. <laughs> they had blue jeans on, they had white t-shirts on, they had like gold chains and they had like black right. you know, cowboy hats or not cowboy hats on, but just baseball hats. Um, like I guess they were like paid models or they work in whatever. Yeah. They all kind of look like Parker McCollum, but they weren't. But funny thing is a lot of people didn't know. <laughs> and I think their shtick was, you know, like, hey, one of us might be Parker McCollum, you know. And right. so they were going around and people were taking pictures with these guys and like yeah. left and right. And then people were like, well, who's that? Why are they getting, you know, then they thought they were somebody big and they were going over there getting pictures with them. Yeah. And then one lady, she would not believe me. She's like, is that Parker McCollum? I'm like, no, ma'am, it's it's not. It's, right. It looks like some other people. She's like, are you sure? I'm like, I'm pretty positive. She's right. like, are you sure? I'm like, yes. That's not. She's like, well, I'm going to take a picture just in case. I'm like, well, fine, whatever. Just yep. don't believe me. But that's not Parker McCollum. He's not walking yep. around with two other dudes dressed like himself. Well, the funny is the night before, um, Melody of Hope, we had one of our musicians outside one of the uh, businesses just playing acoustic set. And it was right next to the Casey. And that night, Lucchese did the oh, yeah. sponsored the I guess his, uh, his new album new album release that, yeah. party. So Parker had a video crew following him as they were getting footage of the night of his release, and so he was actually truly there walking around. And he went up to this uh, one of our musicians and was like, "Hey, like I am so and so, and the art the guy that is our musician, like, oh yeah, I know who you are." And so then they started interviewing him, asking him questions like, "So what's your favorite?" Parker McCollum song and long story short this this musician had no clue who he was and he couldn't tell him a song couldn't sing a song and so it was like this awkward moment because they're video recording it oh, for man. their footage and they just kind of awkwardly walked away and interesting That's funny. which which is weird that someone that age of that 23 to 25 wouldn't know who he is but right but you know that's, well, I think that's another reason that these guys are getting so much fanfare because there was a photo there was a film crew following the three guys mm -hmm. I think it was just all kind of promotional type of yeah. deal. Um, so they were like, why are these, why is the film crew? Why yeah. are they filming these guys? Who are they? They must be famous. Well, next year anyway. I'm, we're going to dress up like Willie. Yeah, there we're you gonna go. We're going to walk around and maybe people. Oh, think. boy. <laughs> so it was fun. Yeah, Frisco has been, this has been our month, man. May has been crazy for this town. Yeah. Um, I mean, the ACMs, now the PGA stuff, it's just, 
That's where it's going down in, yeah. this, in this city right now. We got it going on. It's fun. And uh, you know, the summer. What, what, what do you got ahead? What, what, I know summers are big for your family. Uh, yeah. You travel a bit. Uh, not necessarily in detail, but what are some of your destinations this summer? Um, well, we we go to Colorado every summer. Yeah. So we'll be going the same trip in Colorado. We usually go in in June. Uh, which we'll be doing this year too. So we go to Colorado. We go up to uh, the headwaters of the Rio Grande, kind of near Creed, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been going there in, in some capacity as a family since like 1980. Wow. So um, I didn't. There were some years where I didn't go, like when I was in high school and stuff, because I stayed home and worked. But like once Carrie and I got married, we kind of made a point to try and make it back wow. there. And there were a couple of years when our kids were born and stuff, like we couldn't get out there a year or two. But like pretty much ever since then, we've gone every summer. Yeah. Um, so we go up there, we do some fishing, do some hiking. It's just kind of a good getaway. There's no cell service. That's the only thing. You know, my daughter does not like that. She does not like not having Wi-Fi for a week. But I don't like it either. I can't get a hold of you. Yeah. So, well, if you go in town, you can get cell service, and, like, your phone just starts, like, the notifications just start blowing up for, like, 40 minutes straight. It seems like there's ding, 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 ding. Stuff just happening. But anyway, it is kind of nice to get away. And then we do that, and then we'll, we'll probably plan a trip to New Braunfels sometime in, around the 4th or in July sometime. And then we usually in the summer we go down to, to 30A, down to Santa Rosa Beach, right. Blue Mountain Beach, and um, go with my wife's uh, parents and her sister and their family. Cool. And we do a little beach trip to wrap it up right before school. Because school starts so early. You know, we get out so early, but school starts so early. Like, we start back, like, I think the first day of school is August the 9th. Right. And so it wraps wow. up pretty quick. And then, so. And we're headed out to Denver to see Audrey, our family. Oh, fun. Um, probably not a whole lot of exciting things. Because when you have, they have three kids, we have three kids. You, you can't do a whole lot. But yeah. we'll probably go to the Red Rocks, do a little hiking, mm-hmm. small yeah, hiking for a right, three-year-old right. can handle. Um, probably go a couple of breweries. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was crazy. I love Colorado, but one of my favorite things is just stopping in Lubbock on the way, spending a night there, showing there my go. my kids uh, where Dad used to yeah. do life. And yeah. um, and I think we may try to do a weekend either in uh, Bastrop at oh. the Lost not Lost, uh, no, it's the Lost Pines. Lost Pines. Uh, just something that kind of affordable and just a little getaway to mm-hmm. have a little fun. They have a cool lazy river and yeah. stuff. Um, and of course my in-laws live in round top so we'll probably try to get away for a weekend there mm-hmm. as well but that'd be good um for you as 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 you you know we, we talk about these stories music and barbecue golf you know we we have a lot of cool stuff um and it seems like for you a lot of your cool designs and stuff come after these summers do you feel like it's because you go through these the travel and time to you unplug your it just you get more inspired you know with new future designs that we do for tumbleweed yeah i think for sure i mean i'm always looking for new inspiration i think you know, being on the road and traveling gives me that because you know we're going to go into little souvenir shops and little trendy shops you know wherever we go and yeah. just, just picking up little tidbits of oh i like that color i like those colors together oh i like that font you know what could i do with tumble you know just yeah. kind of and i'll go back and sketch it up on my ipad or sketch something up in my sketchbook and just to get, or just even on the road just driving just like whether it's a sign or like a name or just the landscape just something that maybe will kind of pique my interest yeah. and i've always been a little frustrated with you because you get away and i'm like man like i, I want to get away and i know we're different here in a couple of years i'll be where you were then so like my right. build enough and we'll travel but I've learned a lesson from that is how important unplugging is. 
And that's what Hill and I, my wife and I, are um, kind of committed to this summer is try to find about three windows of time that mm-hmm. we completely unplug. Yeah. Um, and so, because like I said, it seems like when you come back from uh, being unplugged, you, you you knock out designs and work and just getting away uh, gets you inspired. Yeah, so. it's kind of just a good refresh, I think, um, for sure. I mean, even just the weight of not, just knowing that you don't have to go to school every day. Yeah. No, I don't have to be there at 830 <laughs> and I have to, you know, yeah. have my 30 minute, you know, there's just that, if that's gone and then I'm able to get out of town, I just think it. There's just kind of a, a weight off my shoulders, and I yeah. feel like a little bit more uh, relaxed and, and open to exploring some of the ideas that maybe I've had throughout the year or yeah. I'm getting more recently. That's cool. Yeah. Well, for us, it's just, man, my daughter, Hannah, she's going to middle school next year. That's crazy. It's insane. You know, that's, you know, with her having her special needs, that's scary. Because you're just like, new school, new people. Yeah. You just make sure that hopefully those people will take care of her. Right. Um, but she's going to a school that, excuse me, we know the principal real well. Mm-hmm. So... He better protect her, you know. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure she'll be fine. Be good. So, but uh, but yeah, you know, I just wanted to chat, you know, connect. Um, you know, if anything, we walk away. Maybe uh, people learned a little bit about a few new barbecue joints to stop by, and um, you know, we challenge y'all to unplug and have a good time. Tune in, stop by our store, um, and uh, check out Zavala Distro BBQ Distro. Uh, give him a little plug, and uh, but yeah, anything else you got? No, I mean this is yeah, it's a good one. I mean just I love just shooting the bull, talking a little bit, seeing what's up. Yeah, current events. Well, like I said, we've had a lot on our plate uh, in the city right now, and it's only going to get better. And just kind of excited about what the future holds and all the fun things that are coming to, to town and to our state. Yeah, good stuff. Well, thank y'all for uh, tuning in. Um, if you have a chance, uh, like, follow. Check us out on social media at Shop TWT or our store at uh, TWT Frisco. Uh, share some love, and uh, hopefully you'll have a great summer. Thank yeah. you all. See you guys.